0: Got pizza made, Got frozen pizzas to eat. <laughs> Today's episode of the Natural Habitat podcast is brought to you by Dr. J's rolling trays. Yes. Dr. J's rolling trays are super fresh wooden trays
1: that super you roll
0: up your weed on. Fresh. Let me tell you how fresh they are. On a scale of one to four, these trays are all the way ten. Wow. Yeah. They come with a big rolling surface for you to roll your weed on. What else? They come with cutouts for your lighters and grinder. They what else? They also come with a little tin for you to keep your papers, uh, anything that you might need, uh, tips, mm, uh, a little miscellaneous. Sweater, miscellaneous items, anything else. You could also put uh, other drugs in there if you're into those, like mushrooms. Lots of those. Yeah, whatever you need. Put it all, all in them. there. Go to rollingtrays.com and get .com. yourself a tray. Use the code NHP and save yourself some money.
1: Best code ever.
0: Mhm. So today we are uh, we're going back in time. It's Thursday. I love it. Mhm. We're gonna go and uh, visit the revival of the Olympics, the modern who, Olympics. Who knows? Who knows? They know. We just told them what we're gonna do. Only the shadow knows. The shadow knows. Should we just play that at the beginning of every episode now after the theme music? Yeah, I feel like it's proper. Yeah. The shadow knows. The Natural Habitat Podcast. YouTube's, how the fuck are you doing?
1: Feeling very Olympic, man.
0: Oh shit, is that true? Yeah. I almost turned the time machine on prematurely. Did you hear that? Yeah. Holy fucking shit! I leaned up against the button, and I knew I should have been sitting in my chair. I don't know why I'm podcasting. I don't know why I'm standing up and doing a podcast. That was a bad call. I'm gonna sit. Take a seat,
1: sir. Take a seat.
0: There we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh you have tuned into the natural habitat podcast. My name is Mikey Buya.
1: My name is Mr. Olympia.
0: And we are here to uh to go back in time and check out the Olympics. I mean the Olympics are coming up this year. What is it? The uh the Winter Olympics this year? I don't know. The Summer Olympics?
1: I was like strolling through Google and they told me that the Olympics restarted in the 1850s mm-hmm. and at this time it was between april 5th and the 16th or something so and
0: then what happened is you in turn went down some sort of google wormhole where yeah. you where you search one thing and it makes you search another thing and you search another thing you were up at seven o'clock this morning and i had probably 35 messages from you when i woke up hey, And birds you were was like, chirping you were you know like dude saying?
1: the olympics gardeners the olympics. were fucking making noise
0: yeah, you know, it's true. My gardener was, was here. Gardener was here two days in a row. What kind of shit is that?
1: I love it.
0: He hasn't been here for months.
1: He's working hard.
0: Yeah. Or or uh hardly working. Penis. Huh? There's a joke <laughs> in there somewhere. Somewhere. Uh yeah, so I say um I say that before we go and hop in this time machine, we have an NHP smoke sesh with the people here in the present and um enjoy the Olympic fanfare theme song from the one and only John Williams orchestra.
1: Yeah, holy fucking shit Jay. Yeah. How many times this guy does everything.
0: Yeah. How many times (laughs) is he gonna show up on our damn show for free? And yeah. We just need to interview him already.
1: I think that we've hyped him up more than anybody else. More than more than like we we say John Williams probably as much as we say Joe Rogan.
0: Yeah, more. I'd say more.
1: Yeah, it's just become <laughs> that that relevant of a thing to us. You know, it started out like just fanboying, and now we understand why. We're fucking programmed by this guy. He is the soundtrack to our lives.
0: Yeah, exactly. Everything that we love and that we've seen a hundred times and that we grew up on, he made. You know what I'm I mean? I'm
1: getting I'm getting John Williams tied on my neck.
0: Yeah, a portrait style. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Are you gonna have the famous right portrait? The famous portrait artist Kat Von D do it? No. <laughs> she's the most famous portrait artist in the world though. You want it to be the best? No, she isn't. Name no. another portrait artist.
1: Um I can't.
0: Okay, cool. Well Kat Von D wins.
1: No, I <laughs> have one, but I can't name him until he like endorses the show. I think
0: Kat Von D might be dead. She might have overdosed and you know No,
1: she's hooked, she hooked up with Steve Uh.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Did you see, see th- him on
1: Instagram all the time. Did
0: you see that video of uh, Steve-O getting choked out the other day?
1: No, but it does not surprise me.
0: He got choked out by, uh, by Tim Kennedy, who is nice. a UFC fighter. And yeah. fucking, it was out, at one of Steve-O's shows or something like that. Tim Kennedy like goes up behind him. It was all part of the show. Steve-O's like, standing there, breathing, getting his thing ready. And he fucking chokes him out and lifts him up off the ground, holds him there for a while until his hands start twitching. And then he lets go and just steps out of the way. And Steve-O, like, bangs his head on the ground. And is like, twitching and shit. And then now everybody's mad at Tim Kennedy because he let him hit his head. And he's a professional and he should have known better. But these people should know that it's Steve-O. And it's not good if he doesn't hit his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's the icing on the cake is when he hits his head afterwards.
1: Yeah, he's a modern-day Olympian, all right? Mm Mm-hmm. He's a crazy dumbass Olympics.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... So let's burn one to this John Williams yeah, yeah. orchestra and then get the fuck yeah. out of here.
1: All right, Mr. Williams, lead this out. Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody out there, uh, flick your bics, snap your pics, and hashtag them, Sesh. We can all smoke as one. Going for the gold. Going Holy for that. Shit, going for that stoner gold. <coughs> John Williams, man, he fucking schools it.
1: Okay, couple things. All right, couple things.
0: First, what were you talking about? John Williams has a gig coming up, right?
1: No. A <laughs> couple other things. Okay. Uh, right now i was I just took the most epic dab of my life, did you, and it was all because of that music,
0: like an olympic sized dab,
1: yeah, like it was like a fucking it felt like an accomplishment as it was happening. it was like one of those type of moments it was like one for the for the history books, you know and and this guy must this guy like walks around and breathes and shits motivation, you know what I'm saying it's like. It's crazy. This guy scored so many like momentous things. Look at look at this shit. right, like the feeling that you get from that Olympic music is like I felt like a fucking hundred thousand people were cheering me on as I took that dab right now. Yeah, I'm like I'm like fist pumping in the air as I'm fucking clearing the bong and shit. It's you know like, what I
0: mean? It's like no matter what your name is you can hear your name being chanted in the music you know what yeah. i mean you heard yeah, like champ. you heard like joey joey Joe. and then i heard mikey mike and everybody hears yeah. their own thing and it just kind of yeah. pushes you on to go
1: yeah
0: and that that dude's a beast man he fucking yeah. knows what he's doing and he knows he was like what do you need some motivational music that'll fucking make you uh, win the olympics yeah i got you bro no problem let me cook it's it It's like,
1: up. oh, you want to know what the Olympics sound like? Here it is.
0: <laughs> you want to know what it sounds like to compete yeah, all, it, in the Olympics?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Jesus and Einstein were having a conversation one day. And they're like, hey, you ever want to know what the Olympics sound like? Just ask John Williams.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, boom, there it was. Yeah. That's how yeah. it was created. You think that yeah. all of John Williams' music is created by, like, divine intervention? Yeah. By, from geniuses slash like religious deities?
1: It's either it's either time travel guys that are like like us that are coming back in time and they're like they're on the fucking Mandela effect squad.
0: Uh-huh. Ooh. You know what that's I mean dope. like
1: Yeah, like that's that's their team, right? And they just go back and they change little things just to fuck with people all the time. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So this was like part of their thing.
0: I like that Mandela effect squad, man. I think that we should I think that even though we're not official members, I say we just jump on the train and start using that hashtag
1: <coughs> for our Thursdays
0: because we definitely fuck with shit. We don't follow any of the butterfly effect rules that Chris Kutcher taught me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so the Olympic Games were going on in like uh, like 8th century BC to 4th century Uh, after the death of Jesus Christ. And uh, it died out. And you actually researched the story. You did a little bit more research than I did on this. So why don't you tell people about the guy that restarted the Olympics, how that kind of came to be, you know what I mean?
1: Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know the exact story. I was just like thinking about my own version, you know what i mean? Like I, w- I was trying to like put myself in that in that position like who, who trying to think of like, you know, who what it w- what they were thinking at that time and like whose fucking idea it was to just be like okay, we should bring the olympics back, you know? Mm-hmm. Because like what did they say that like 1500 years had gone by in between?
0: Yeah, it looks like it was uh it was 1870. Um, no, eighteen fifty nine. Um, eighteen fifty nine yeah. was the first Olympic Games, modern Olympics.
1: Yeah. So I mean, like, between that and uh, and the century. last time, yeah, three ninety four or like whatever it was, or like I don't know, I don't remember what what year it was. Yeah,
0: it was it was like roughly like fifteen hundred years.
1: Yeah, it was like fifteen hundred years in between time. Like, so the guy the guy who came up with the idea was like probably some hustler you know what i mean he was yeah. like yeah all right this is how we're going to do it we're going to we're going to see who's the best of the best <laughs> right and you know we're just going to create this new competition and 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 it's really smart because like it promotes so many things right it promotes like competition it promotes like being proud of your, like, country and, like, being the best you can be and, and, like, sending the best of the best to, like, try to play in the games and, like, to represent for yours. And then it promotes, like, um, diplomacy, like, working with other countries and, like, you know what I mean? And and I I don't know. It just – it's so many things involved with it. And the guy who must have came up with the idea was, like, probably on some next-level shit, you know what I mean? I'm – Thinking like here, he's he probably was like, yeah, this is what we're gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna bring back the Olympics and we're gonna kick some fucking ass.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. And then all of a sudden, it just like it just took off and it really um, it really really paid off because I think it's one of like the most highly anticipated things in life. I think. Yeah, you know, people look people look forward to the Olympics more than anything else. Yeah, I I don't don't know if it's because the rarity of it, you know, because like it's only every four years or like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's I think it's also like the the variety and because it's like it's countries against countries instead of, you know, states against states and colleges. And, you know, if it's if you watch football, you watch football all year long. And it's, yeah. and it's football. But if you tune into the Olympics, <clears throat> you can see a little bit of everything, and it only lasts for so long, so you don't really have to dedicate yourself to the sport. You know what I mean? It's almost like a lazy man sport to where, like, if you don't have time to follow football players or baseball players, you just watch the Olympics every four years or two years. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I I know that the Olympics was always big, like in my house growing up. Everybody would always, like, watch the Olympics. And I remember uncles would always come over for, like, certain events. You know what I mean? And it would be, like, house full of people for, like, fucking – for, like, bobsledding or whatever. And then for other events, people would be like, oh, no, it's just synchronized swimming. We're good until tomorrow at 2. <laughs> but – uh, what?
1: Imagine, like, what it would have been, like, to be, like, in, in – the first revival, you know what I mean? Like at in in 1850 or whatever when the Olympics came back, you know, there, there wasn't very many sports. What was there? There was just like running
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like whatever, not not very much. But you think at the time, like the pressure probably had to be so big because there was nothing else like it.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it's a, like you were saying about the guy that started it and how crazy he was. It's almost like a like like a friendly competition that stayed civil but hostile throughout the years. You know what I mean? And Yeah, it, it's, There's
1: a pressure of your whole nation behind yeah. you.
0: And it's created more more uh, you know, like controversy controversy within like uh, like certain countries and, you know, the way that they practice and you know, whatever substances they use, or uh, like look at fucking Nancy Kerrigan. And she was, uh, she like won a bronze medal in the Olympics and was trying out for like the US figure skating championships or whatever to go to the Olympics. And then the other bitch, Tonya Harding, was also an American girl that wanted to be in the Olympics. So she like had her boyfriend break the bitch's knees. And that's like crazy-ass shit within countries. That's not even competing countries. They're on the same team. You know what I mean? So people take this shit serious as fuck. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, in, in 1936, they had the Olympics in Berlin. And this was also known as the Nazi Olympics. And it was the first time that it was televised ever. And uh, people used to, like, listen on the radios, but not everybody had radio. People had to, like, read about the games in the newspaper and shit. But once it became televised, then, you know, after a couple years, it was worldwide televised. And it changed the whole thing and got the whole world in on the game to where everyone could be a spectator. You know what I mean? It wasn't just something that happened over here. It was like you could actually watch it on your TV and root for your country or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, uh, at the same time think about think about this. These motherfuckers were ill-equipped compared to like what we think of uh, Olympics and shit nowadays, you know? Like think about they're basically running in like what type of like some boots or some shit, some type of old fucked up shoes back in the day yeah. like think about think about in the 1850s or whatever what what kind of shoes were they wearing what kind of thing what kind of clothes were they wearing heavy like material type of fucking pants or shorts or whatever short pants they came up with or whatever you know what i mean what kind of things like you know what they they weren't like all they had was water to hydrate or maybe yeah. not even water maybe beer there was you know actually what I mean? a
0: There's actually a story that I read about a marathon in 1904 where they didn't really know anything about setting up races, so they held the race in the middle of the afternoon in 90-degree heat, right? And there was only one water station, which was at the 12-mile mark. So uh, an American dude hitched a ride at the 12-mile mark and uh, just fucking hitchhiked to the finish line and then he revealed when they were giving him his medal that he cheated and that it was like a joke and then there was uh, another dude that wanted to quit and what they did is they bathed him in warm water and gave him eggs brandy and strychnine and that was like to keep him going (laughs) and then there was a Cuban mail carrier that had no racing experience he hitchhiked up the Mississippi River, to get to the games. And he was trying to run in, like, pants, like how you were saying, how they were wearing weird shit. He was trying to run in, like, full pants and, like, shoes, street shoes. And they had to postpone the race so that he could get, like, shorts and running shoes, like something proper to run in. So during his race... He stopped and he talked to people, he chatted with bystanders about the race. He raided an apple orchard and he cramped up and lied on the side of the road for a few minutes. He stole some peaches from the race officials and he came in fourth place. Wow. How sweet is that? That's a real Forrest Gump story right there. He yeah, just came <laughs> came up the Mississippi from New Orleans <laughs> and fucking just ran some marathon Like some sort of crazy ass character and still came in four place. Four place. Still came four place.
1: I'm looking up uh, 1850s running shoes.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I ain't seeing shit. I'm seeing like normal ass type of shoes that you would picture in your head for 1850s. There was one. they, They weren't looking very comfortable. They weren't looking like they were very slick. Or like they were any type of performance based whatsoever. They're like <laughs> they're like flat soled shoes with heels. You
0: know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. No, no support
0: up. at all. I, yeah,
1: I couldn't. I could imagine. I I bet if we if we went back right now and we had a pair of Nikes, we'd dust everybody, and we're not even trained. <laughs> right. You know, like these guys could run their best, but they wouldn't be able to keep up, huh? Well
0: there there was this guy, uh an Ethiopian, that was the first African to win gold, and it was in 1960 he ran a marathon and did it barefoot. Yeah, and fucking didn't have any shoes on at all, had some sort of crazy ass, leathery feet, probably, that were just callous shoes. Like you know, when you have like uh, like that guy Cody from Dual Survival that just walks around barefoot all the time. <laughs> if anybody if anybody understands that reference, it might just be me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's gangster man. Fucking just win a race with no shoes on, and that's probably what else? because
1: the guys in the, in this day weren't healthy. You know, like they probably were all smoking cigars and shit. They were all like drinking shots of whiskey like during the race or like before the race and shit or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know, man, I I can't imagine like any type of like, I mean, any type of edge really, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to think about (laughs) what, what type of science was there around back then to like give them type, because you know, like everybody has a type of edge now where they'll be like, like, blood doping yeah. or, like, doing some way to oxygenate their blood better or, like, finding different ways to, like, work on their stamina and whatnot or, like, whatever, you know what I mean? And I don't know, like, like, what what kind of, like, things did they do back in the day? Nothing. It's, I don't know.
0: It seemed like, uh, like what, it, what it was was, like, snake oil shit, how they yeah. had the dude fucking take strychnine and brandy and eggs and bathe in hot water. It was, like, a mix of, like, snake oil and witchcraft kind of shit.
1: Yeah, let me shoot you full of this fucking goat's blood.
0: But I uh, I know that I heard that when I listened to that Lance Armstrong interview where he was talking about how he fucking did all the steroids and shit and how before there were steroids when he was, like, young in his, like, teens and 20s that they used to do this other thing that they had been doing for, like, 50 years. And I forget what it was called, but it wasn't, like, blood doping or, like, it had it had something to do with your blood for sure, but uh,
1: well, like transfusions where they would like switch blood with other blood that's more oxygenated.
0: Yeah, but they added something to it, and it was like it had some sort of like ETK2 something ETK2 levels. That's probably all wrong, but uh, I'm gonna look it up, and then I'm gonna insert it the right name into that spot where I said that.
1: I right, just say science.
0: Science. So he said that they had some form of science that they used to use before there was steroids and blood doping and blood transfers and shit. And that people had been doing it forever and that it was just a thing. So that's probably what they were doing.
1: Shout out to science. Yeah.
0: So I just can't explain it. Listen to Lance Armstrong explain it. <laughs> yeah. But uh Yeah, man, it's probably just you know, they probably did a lot of weird shit, a lot of testing, a lot of maybe this will work.
1: I bet a lot of them were hammered, dude. Because like, <laughs> think about it—you got the pressure of your whole nation behind you, mm-hmm. and then you're out there and and you're ill-equipped with like dysfunctional equipment. You know what I mean? Like, you're out there not really knowing what to expect. You're competing against people from different parts of the world. That you've never seen or probably never been to you're in a foreign place more than likely
0: yeah.
1: because you know every every time it's a different place M- most places haven't even been lucky enough to have it twice you know so it's crazy to think like to have all that pressure to be like out there on your own trying to like do this you probably had like crazy nerves going on you know what i'm saying there was like. Um, there's a live audience, a huge live audience, I'm sure, no matter where it was, because there was no TV or any type of shit back then. Yeah. I don't even know what there wasn't even radio, was there?
0: 1850? Uh yeah. No. Oh no. I don't think that it was. Oh no. The, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna find out.
1: Yeah, that's a crazy time, man. a lot of pressure, a lot of everything. You're probably hammered. You're probably like Pfft. Pounding shots, <laughs> you know, going out there trying to not make a fool of yourself.
0: Yeah, 1895. Radio? Yeah, so it wasn't even in everybody's home until later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not everybody had a radio right away. So, yeah, it was the biggest thing to go to. And uh, it's crazy that it's about to happen in London and this will be their third time. That they've had the Olympics? It's crazy. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. And um, another thing that has become a staple of the Olympics is the opening ceremony. Like the opening ceremony, ever since the beginning, people have been trying to outdo each other. And did you see the 2008 opening ceremony in Beijing? No. Dude. It was like the craziest fucking shit that i ever seen in my life. I'm going to try to explain it. They had like like a whole bunch of people were all fucking, they were all out. I don't know if it was like, uh, if it was like the army or if it was just like citizens or what. But it was just like a bunch of people. I'm going to say maybe 200 people were in this giant like square. And they're like in two groups. And they're walking towards each other, like marching, almost like a Nazi march kind of thing, like real solid, like uniform steps. And the groups pass through each other, like diagonally. And everybody like passes through each other without touching each other. But they all keep the same pace and make the same movements. And then they all pass through and then go off and then come through and like pass through each other again and then become one group and then two groups and it was like some crazy, like, like synchronized marching that looked hella crazy. Super yeah. nuts. Here, look. Actually, we're going to watch it right now. My. I'm not going to find it. It was in that fucking opening ceremony somewhere. But uh, if anybody can find it, then post it in the Natural Habitat podcast group on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, it was crazy shit, man. And people have been trying to outdo themselves every year or outdo each other rather
1: yeah i think um this one's going to be huge rio 2016 oh shit yeah i think these motherfuckers know how to do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i think it's going to be big time i think i think that you know if you're going to have a must see list um like a carnival will have to be like on that list somewhere in your lifetime you know and they just really know how to party over there and um i think they know how to do shit big like they do with soccer and other events i know that um a lot of these ufc events they they've been having over there have been huge and um i think that the olympics are going to be ginormous
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's going to be it's going to be dope it's going to be interesting
0: yeah i can't wait man it's going to be fresh um I guess it's safe to announce now that we are going to be at the Olympics broadcasting live. They gave us our own, uh, our own news desk with all of the other uh, you know, um, reporters and all of these different outlets and corporations. So we got our own little Natural Habitat podcast desk, and we're going to be there. Um, we're we're going to be, I think, hosting the event, the whole thing, right?
1: Um, yeah, something like
0: that. Yeah, I think that's what, that's what our new executive said.
1: We're lighting the torch.
0: <laughs> we're lighting the torch. We're going to be introducing everyone. We're going to be competing in every event. We're going uh, to be personally in charge of judging. And we're also going uh, to be at the, the Paralympics the year after that. Yeah. You know what's fucked up is that they have, like, the Olympics and they have the Paralympics. For, uh, for like wounded war veterans and shit. And they do their crazy Olympic shit. And they have all different types of Olympics. And then, uh, and then they have the special Olympics, which is kind of like you couldn't have come up with a better name than special. You know what I mean? Like people that have some sort of disability or mental handicap hate being called special.
1: Well, it sounds better than mentally handicapped Olympics.
0: Yeah, it does. But and, the, and been, listen,
1: in the in the politically correct world that we live in, you know what I mean? It's not going to get much better.
0: We couldn't have called it like the drooling Olympics, or you <laughs> yeah. know the the sunshine Olympics.
1: You better watch out. Someone's <laughs> gonna beat you up.
0: I know. I know that was not mean. I uh I'm actually half um mentally handicapped. <laughs> so, I'm allowed to say these things. Yeah. I competed in a special Olympics once. Yeah. It's a true story, but I'm not going to tell it. <laughs>
1: special.
0: I probably shouldn't. Um so, yeah. There was um there was a thing that they did towards the beginning of the Olympics. Or somewhere in the halfway point in the early 1900s. I think it was 1900. And uh, when they used to do the pigeon shooting, they would just shoot actual pigeons. They would let real pigeons go, shoot them, instead of using the clay ones that we're familiar with now. And uh, it resulted in a lot of blood and feathers. Really? And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of a, a lot of crying women. Who would have known? And they ended up having to change that. I know. Like, who would have thought I- that that wouldn't have uh, gone over good? Yeah. Sheesh. Apparently, people didn't like seeing small animals die yeah. for sport, and nobody eat them. Well,
1: what would what would we have done?
0: Well, imagine if you have if you have like an Olympic Games, and you have a bunch of countries shooting the pigeons and say if each person gets we'll say five shots and that's very conservative each person gets five shots and we'll say that there's 40 different people competing so that's a lot of fucking dead birds you know what i mean yeah the ground is riddled with dead birds that are not going to get eaten or used for uh fake bladders and old-timey medical procedures I heard that what they would do if you had like bladder or prostate problems, they would just remove your bladder. They would take a dead bird, empty everything out, blow it up like a blowfish, tie it off, put your tube in there, and just kind of shove it into your stomach. And that's your new bladder. Nice. That may or may not be a real fact.
1: Well, I would have made a bird bladder bong.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And I would just smoke some sweet front yard cush out of that shit. Some
0: sweet front yard cush.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you want to take it down? Oh, yeah. Get into the yeah. smoke sesh. That's- yeah, why not? When is this uh, music from?
1: Uh, this is OG Olympics.
0: OG Olympics, huh?
1: Yeah
0: 18 1850s Dang that is OG Olympics
1: Yeah
0: So this is like what people would be playing in the gym when they're training for the Olympics
1: Yeah when they're like trying to get pumped up for the very first one Yeah they're like drinking their protein shakes <laughs> They're like pumping iron and shit they're like Ready for this. I'm in the motherfucking Dab Olympics. me tiptoeing right past you on my way to the starting (laughs) line. on your marks get set go and we're off joey versus mikey they're coming around the first corner (laughs) joey's slowly losing the lead mikey's hot on his tail all of a sudden mikey gets a second win Blows out a huge rip. Coming around the third corner, Mikey takes the lead. Joey's packing another dab. The torch is lit. Coming around the, the the next bend,
0: Mikey comes through with a dab pen.
1: Sneaky, sneaky. Joey looks confused, doesn't know what to do. He slows down and ties his (laughs) shoe. Mikey takes off in a full sprint.
0: And then quickly falls asleep.
1: Joey's tiptoeing right past him. Trying to get back into the lead.
0: Mikey wakes up and trips him. (laughs) We're both laying on the track now. Six feet from the finish line.
1: <laughs> Can't move. It's a wrap. So double, double disqualification.
0: So I light up a joint. <laughs> Pass it over. Yeah. We both lose. The end. That was a good race, man.
1: Yeah. I think that's a, that's exactly how the Olympics would have really went down if it was us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Not pretty far from that, I don't think.
1: Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been a letdown. It would have been a huge build-up and then just this soft landing.
0: (laughs) Yep. That's kind of what our show is. It's a huge build-up and a soft landing. Yeah. And everybody goes, wow, where's this going? Oh, nowhere. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good race, though. You did good. Yeah, the dab, tried. the Dab Olympics are strong. We tried. So, um, I have. A, I was looking on the Wikipedia page for the Olympic Games, the modern Olympic Games, and I um, I came across a very large section of this Wikipedia article that is all about controversies and boycotts. Uh, the use of performance-enhancing drugs, sex discrimination, terrorism, and violence. So the Olympics has had a shit and still has been going on for the past, what, 150 years or some shit? Yeah. Except for uh, how many times? There was three times that there was no Almost, Olympics.
1: yeah. It was like officially... It started officially... And like closer to like 1890s or whatever. But the first one after the 1500 year break was in 1850. And then it like slowly built up after that and then became like a for sure every four years thing. And it's like two sets of Olympics it's fucking summer and winter games, you know? And every four years, there's a summer games. Every four years, there's an Olympic Games, but they're two years apart. Yeah, they you know used to I'm be saying? they so. used to
0: be in the same year, right? For a while. Yeah,
1: so it's like every two years they'll be in the Olympics
0: no matter what. Man, it's gonna be dope, man. Fucking the Olympics in Rio. I can't wait to go.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Look <laughs> at what else happened like Remember that link I sent you that shows um other world events? in 1850 a lot of shit happened that year so like the added pressure of the olympics you know of any type regardless of like whether everybody participated in that one or not you know just the fact of like trying to get something like that accomplished in in a time like that when when a lot of crazy things were happening
0: yeah and getting Mm -hmm. everybody to go along with it And be like, hey, there was this thing that people used to do. Let's start doing it again and let's all of us get in on it. And however they fucking did it, they got the whole world in on it, competing and watching. So that's dope.
1: Yeah, a lot of crazy shit happened in that year. Um, The city of Los Angeles was incorporated.
0: Damn, that's crazy.
1: In the same month, the city of San Francisco was incorporated. Um, a lot of shit.
0: So um, California Fr- was just taken off.
1: Yeah, San Francisco. Part of San Francisco burns down a couple months later. Sweet. In June, and then it like, and then it all burns down again a few months later. <laughs> and like, I don't know, a lot of shit happens. Honolulu, Hawaii becomes a city. Um, uh, California is admitted as the 31st United States dope yeah you know a lot of shit you know what I mean like a a lot of crazy shit's happening it's a young world still or like a young new world still you know what I mean before a lot of anything else really was happening before a lot of like the industrial revolution was going on a lot of this other shit it was like Still, still raw, everything was like in its infancy, still, and then like trying to be in the Olympics when like all this new shit's going on in the world is probably pretty intense,
0: yeah. And where was uh, where was this the first Olympic Games, the modern Olympics? Do you know where it was held at? I don't know Um, because it's like imagine in this time of fucking, of 1859, or whatever it was, of, uh, you know, how you were saying it was, like, before everything, before, like, the Industrial Revolution and all these different things and the modernization of the United States and of the world and everything, and imagine traveling however fucking far it was to get to the Olympics and compete in the Olympics, you know, without the internet, a car, a fucking airport you know what i mean like people would do these like perilous journeys that you don't know if you're even going to make it back from traveling to the olympics you know what i mean yeah it's crazy just to go and like represent where they're from like some sort of old-timey gangbanger right
1: yeah for real mm-hmm.
0: well uh Speaking of where we're from, why don't we get back to where we're from and go back to our present time of 2016. It's the only time I use that.
1: (laughs) Make that sound like an accomplishment.
0: 2016. 2016. We're living in the future. Or whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. (laughs) I always forget to say that. Uh, All right. You ready? You yeah. got all you got all our donuts? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's do it. Cue the Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak. Sad Jack. 2016. Ugh. So I see there's still no oil in the damn time machine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a weird noise it makes.
1: Yeah. It sounds like a broken washing machine.
0: Mm-hmm. It kinda does, right? Some when it stops and it's like and you're like, Man, I know there's a lot of change in there.
1: Yeah.
0: How much money did I lose on this washing machine?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh Ooh, but- there was. Another successful trip back in time.
1: Another one.
0: Another one. Uh so if there was uh if there was any of the games what was that? Someone trying to kick your door in? No. If there was any any of the games uh modern or ancient which one would you compete in which one do you think that you would uh that you would do the best in i would say that's what we'll go with what do you think you would flourish at
1: i don't know it's hard to say like it's hard to i i don't know i i could have been like i liked a lot of things you know, or, I didn't really yeah. like running, but or, I liked.
0: Or what? Liked, what would you want I to try? I liked
1: swimming. I liked fucking. I don't know. I, I liked a lot of things, and nowadays, a lot of other things are are like on the verge of becoming Olympic sports too. Like like X Games type things. You know what I mean? Like some some of these things are going to become Olympic sports now, and other ones too, like jujitsu and fucking yeah judo and things like that. You know, like there's there's a lot of things.
0: I think right. it would be cool to do. A, what is it? The is it a triathlon? When you do like three sports, yeah, like some running, and then you do some bicycling, and then you do some shooting, mm-hmm. or a little bit in between. I want to say I had a Nintendo game that was like that.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's a type of one. Yeah, that's like a cross country one.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll do some cross country triathlon and shit.
1: Something like that.
0: Or My, uh, I, I might fuck around
1: and want to be a, in a bobsled. You know what I'm saying? Like you never know. There's a, there's a lot of shit to the Olympics. You know, there's so many things that we could do. A bobsled, would fucking. We could have been uh, the mighty ducks. Could have been some hockey in the in the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? We could have been on the dream team. with Michael Jordan getting I a scholarship.
0: Done, I could have just done shot put all day and that's it. Yeah. And just
1: threw a ball. I could have fucking. I could have beat you in that dad race.
0: You could have. I could have beat you.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you we didn't.
0: we probably would have we probably would fail at everything because we haven't spent our whole lives training for the Olympics, which all a lot of these people have.
1: Yeah, well, I bet we will beat all them.
0: You think so in the dab race? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't. I think if it was like long jump, and if we had to go up against people that have been long jumping their whole lives,
1: they they probably got us.
0: And they're like training their fucking calves. They're all huge, and they could just spring off the ground all crazy. We got I no. Bet, we got I bet
1: to, we get dab faster than Usain Bolt can run.
0: Mm-hmm. I bet if anybody out there wants to come and challenge us, come and challenge us. God damn! It. <laughs> if anybody out there, I'm gonna cut that out. If anybody out there wants to come and challenge us, why is it so hard for me to do that? Challenge us. All right, uh, then do it. That's all we'll I'm get getting.
1: Then come we'll get and do it.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on uh, on Saturday.
1: Yeah. hmm Peace, bitches.
0: The Natural
1: Habitat Podcast. I not just once.